nutrition, gut health, mental health, hormones, and so much more. These all play roles in sustainable weight management. So, I scour the globe for top experts in fitness, health, and weight loss to bring to you this podcast. So take a seat and enjoy the ride. Welcome to another episode of the Matt Overmind Experience. I'm your host, Master Trainer and Weight Management Expert, Narado Zico Powell. And I have a banging episode, a banging episode for you today with Dr. Eric Fett. Thought I was going to mess up his name, by the way, but I think I nailed it. I think, did I nail it, Eric? Did I get it Close right? enough, man. Close enough. Just call me Dr. Eric. It's all good, man. <laughs> I'll take the pass fail. I'll take the pass fail. <laughs> today, we're going to talk about peptides. Hot topic today. And I love the fact that I have an expert who knows, understands peptides, use them on his patients or with his patients and on himself. So you're going to love this guy. He has a lot of experience. He has a lot of things he's going to teach us today. Topics like what are peptides, right? The benefits of peptide therapy. Are there any known side effects of peptides? We got to talk about that. We have to talk about that. Not just the good, but the possible bad. Like you ever taken like, um, like even anything over the counter and they, you don't really think about the side effects. Like, oh, I'm going to take this. I have a headache. But you turn around and like you look at the side effects and you're like, anal leakage um death like <laughs> like you know we really got to consider those things as well so i have a doctor here who has a lot of experience that's going to break this stuff down for us and oh by the way i always forget this the zika recommendation page is now live and going so i'll put the link below the, below the show so you can check out a lot of fantastic products that i use along with discounts to get you some save some money on some really good stuff now with that being said Eric, welcome to the show, my man. Hey, Zika. Good. Thanks, man. Good. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Awesome intro. Looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it myself. And with that being said, I'm just going to sit back and let you educate us, my man. <laughs> peptides. What is a peptide? Yeah, awesome question. Yeah, peptides, as you said, have been hot for a while. I've been learning about them for a long time. And um, to keep it super simple, peptides are basically proteins like amino acids you know everybody knows what an amino acid is right i mean you eat a piece of meat it's made out of amino acids so the simplest uh analogy is like everybody knows what insulin is uh insulin is made in your pancreas when you eat food your body releases insulin so you can absorb all that yummy goodness breaking all those uh, carbohydrates and proteins and absorb it into your body well insulin is a peptide uh, our bodies make peptides they make all kinds of peptides and they're just little strings of amino acids Usually there's smaller ones, right? Anywhere, you know, 10 to 20 amino acids, sometimes up to 50. Some some studies, depending on what kind, can go be a little bit bigger. Um, but basically they're protein molecules that are made in our body. So what we have done, what the pharmacies have done is to replicate our body's system, kind of like what we do with bioidentical hormones. We make hormones in the lab. They are technically synthetic, but they're made to be bioidentical, meaning just like, for example, thyroid or testosterone, just like the hormones that our body makes. So peptides are made in the lab to be similar and bioidentical to the peptides that our own body makes. Obviously, they make them in a larger amount and they can make them a little more active. So they're a little bit more powerful, right? So that's what they are. So these peptide molecules can be used therapeutically for many things, which we're going to talk about. But 
typically given as an injectable medication. Some are given as an oral form. Some companies are now making them like, there are some that are given like as an intranasal spray, but they're given obviously for therapeutic reasons to treat, you know, certain conditions, improve certain symptoms, and to basically make ourselves, you know, super awesome. So that's, <laughs> that's it in a nutshell. So with the definition of saying, um, you know, our foods are made up of peptides and peptides and amino acid, and we think of amino acid, we think of what? Protein, right? Right. So right. this may be an ignorant question, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. Are foods that are higher in protein tend to be higher in peptides? Yes and no. So typically the foods we eat, those are, pro- they're made of like hundreds or thousands of amino acids, right? These peptides are typically much smaller. They're typically, you know, 10 to 20, maybe 50 amino acids. So a peptide is, you know, basically a string of amino acids, but the amino acids and protein that you get in food is just a much more complex molecule, has way more. So if that makes sense. So they're similar, but different, if that makes sense. So I see. So then with that being said, then, because the reason why I'm thinking about that is someone can say, well, I'm just going to get all my peptides from foods, right? But then there's the other side of it of thinking peptide therapy, because just like anything else, sometimes we need a boost. Sometimes we need more than what we can even get from food, even though I do believe in food first. So then what are some of the benefits of peptide therapy? Right. So yeah, so you eat a piece of meat, you're getting a bunch of amino acids, but that's very different because it's the way that they're arranged, kind of like our genes and our DNA. All our genes are made of, you know, only so many types of DNA, but, and yet everybody can be different. Our bodies are different from a gorillas, from an elephants, even, even though the DNA is almost the same, right? You know, 90% of it, whatever is pretty damn the same. So these amino acids, by putting them in different structures, different arrangements, you can get massively different results, right? So if you get a whole bunch of amino acids in a piece of meat, it's going to be a very different effect than if you get like 10 amino acids that make up a growth hormone peptide that we inject into the body, completely different. So you can't get the same effect. You know, you're eating, you're just going to simulate that, turn it into muscle, turn it into uh, connective tissues, turn, you know, whatever your body is going to use that protein for. But a peptide that is used therapeutically is very, very different because of that, the way it's smaller and it's a, a certain combination and a certain concentration, just like insulin. You know, you can eat a bunch of meat, doesn't mean you're going to get a bunch of insulin, right? It's a very specific structure and arrangement of those amino acids. So um, hopefully that clarifies that. And then what was the other part of the question? I'm sorry. Well, now you really got there what I was talking about, because I was saying like, what are some of the benefits of mm-hmm. peptide therapy? And what I'm hearing yep. until, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm kind of leading you here with this is, it's the benefits of, hey, I need this. Like if you need more, um, if you're looking at growth hormone, for example, there are peptides that are put, put together that are designed to, imp- to increase growth hormone. Um, would that also be in the case, let's say uh, testosterone, for example, is there is there like a, uh, a a group of peptides you would put together for, let's say, raising testosterone levels? Correct. Yes, there is. Um, so yeah, correct. So there are many, many, there's literally hundreds of peptides, but there's a probably only you know, a certain number that are used right now um, in the, that, in you know, clinically. So for example, as you mentioned, the growth hormone, those are probably one of the more popular ones. There are peptides that will act in the brain to make your body release more of its own natural growth hormone. So it's a little bit different from growth hormone what, that you can get by from a pharmacy, which is that kind of like testosterone, you're actually getting true growth hormone that our brain makes. It makes, it's made in the pituitary gland in our brain. You can inject that into the body and, you're, and immediately get growth hormone, right? Now, the peptides do a little bit differently, which is what I like a little bit better. I like to make our bodies do its own thing on its own rhythms, right? So growth hormone has a circadian rhythm. It's typically made mostly at night. Um, They're a little bit, you get a few pulses that are made during the day, but it's mostly during your deep sleep at night, which is why it's so important to get your rest because that's when you make the most growth hormone. So these peptides act in the brain 
And our body's really making up growth hormone. Now our, our release of it drops as we get older. The, the, the original thinking was that kind of like testosterone, we stop making growth hormone. It, our levels that we make goes down, down, down over time. It's not really true. We still make a lot of it. It's just that it sits inside our pituitary gland. It just doesn't get released very easily. So these peptides work in the brain kind of like the gatekeeper. They open the doors and allow more growth hormone to come out at, at, at its normal time. So it's basically facilitating our own normal release of growth hormone. So it's a little bit more of a natural rhythm. And it does it following that circadian rhythm that I was talking about. So it's a little bit more of a natural enhancement of our body's own growth hormone. And that's one of the benefits. So growth hormone has numerous benefits on the body, which I'm sure we'll talk about. But there are other peptides that can be helpful for healing. For example, um, there are peptides that we'll use to help promote healing of soft tissue. So if someone has like a tendonitis or an injury, cartilage damage, a muscle tear, it can help facilitate that healing process to make it heal faster. Um, there are some that are good for the gut that can promote, you know, leaky gut, gut issues, as you know, are probably are very prevalent nowadays. So there are some peptides that can help the body's gut to heal, seal up that barrier so things aren't leaking out, can quiet down that inflammation in the gut. There are peptides that can enhance cognitive function. Someone has anxiety or brain fog or things like that. There are peptides that can enhance mitochondrial function. Mitochondria health has been huge in the last number of years, as you know. So by enhancing our mitochondria, we can make our bodies function better. We can perform better physically, mentally, uh, and recover faster and keep our, basically every system in our body runs a mitochondria, right? So it can keep those. So, and there's a lot of other things too, but those are, you know, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll, we'll talk later about different things that peptides can do, but they have a lot of therapeutic functions. So it just kind of depends on what you're looking, what you're looking to achieve and what kind of symptoms you're having. Um, and then kind of finding the right tool for the job, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, and there are some more questions I really have on top of my head here that I didn't even plan to ask yeah. uh, because I, I, I like your comparison when we talk about growth hormone. And I'm not saying growth hormone is necessarily bad. And I've had doctors and guests on the show who have talked about growth hormone as mm -hmm. well. But I like the approach with peptides a little bit more. That's actually, in my opinion, a lot more. And the reason why is because it allows the body to do what it naturally does instead of right. giving it something that it's you think it's not producing anymore, right? It's right. kind of like in the mind of that, let's say you take vitamin C or you know, magnesium or something like that, right? Like you're giving your body something to help it to function the, mm. the way it's supposed to function naturally. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, oh, I thought you had something to say. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Because by giving actual exod actual growth hormone, I mean, it has its place and it's very, it's a very powerful medication and it's a it's a beautiful thing. But a lot of people misuse it. And if it's not done precisely in the right fashion, your body can get used, you can get um, a tolerance to it and you can get side effects because it is an artificial bump of your of your growth hormone. And it's not always given at the right time. So that's why some people will eventually have some side effects, right? They get some swelling, some hyperglycemia, insulin resistance and things like this. And it's a one type of growth hormone. Whereas with the peptides, you're basically allowing your body to make its own growth hormone, which is a multitude of different types of growth hormones, not just that one that they isolate. And then it does it on its own rhythm in the circadian rhythm fashion that I talked about. So it's like I said, making your body do its own thing naturally. So I feel it's safer. It's therapeutically at, you know, more efficient and it has much less side effects and it's a lot cheaper too. With that being said, we talk about safer, right? And allowing the body to do what it does. Let's talk about bioidentical because a lot of people are not familiar with that word. And I do know that the peptides which you work with are bioidentical. So kind of explain that to my audience and how that can be beneficial. Yeah, for sure. So a, a great example is like we were talking earlier about hormones. So I only prescribe bioidentical hormones. All that means is that the hormones are exactly like the hormones that our body makes. So we make, you know, thyroid hormone or estrogen or testosterone in our body. So 
um, when we get it from the pharmacy or get a peptide, it's to be it's identical in structure, chemical the same chemical structure as the ones that are in our body made. Therefore, our body recognizes it as more natural and it facilitates our biologic processes more naturally without side effects. You know, back, you know, prior to, gosh, you know, 70s, 50s, 60s, 70s, women were put on Prempro, right, which is a synthetic uh, female hormone, right? It was uh, it was estrogen, but it was synthetic. In other words, it had some estradiol in it, which is what our body makes, but it had also estriol, estrone, and it had, it was basically made from horse urine, right? So it had all these synthetic progesterones, which were way more powerful than your bioidentical. So it was like a combination of different estrogens, which are different from what the kind that our body makes. So it was a synthetic and an artificial hormone and it works, but if, you know, a lot of women did have some effects and some side effects, and if it wasn't used properly, you know, you could have some complicated, you know, not complications, but some side effects from some untoward consequences. Whereas the bioidentical estradiol, completely different animal, and it's still misunderstood to this day, um, the difference of, of those two, but that's, that's the main difference. The bioidentical, all it means is it's made the molecule, whatever it is, a peptide or hormone is just like the kind that our body naturally makes. Now I have more questions. I mean, I'm thinking, <laughs> Eric, you, I'm going to keep here all day, man. So you might, you might have to like, you know, kick me <laughs> off at some particular point because I have some, some more fantastic questions, but I'm going to take a quick break right here though and talk yep. about something because I want to talk about my favorite company. I want to talk about the Amino Co. And I want to talk about heal, right? Because especially that we're talking about peptides and we talk about amino acids, Heal is 100% science-backed essential amino acid formulation designed to reduce recovery times and improve physical function by accelerating muscle repair by helping you maintain a healthy inflammatory response. Now, why is that important? Because you know, Eric, right? When we train, our body creates inflammation, right? Yep. And a lot of times when we feel that soreness and we feel our muscle weakness after training is because our body has created inflammation and we need to heal that, right? Respond to that. That's where nutrition is important. That's why I'm nutrition first. I eat about 200, 200 grams of protein a day, you know, because I need to heal my body. You know, when your boy train, I go hard in the paint. But I also use heal because it helps me to, it helps to boost that recovery. And I tend to use heal more as an intro workout. And the reason why I use it as an intro, which is like when I'm in the midst of my workout, is because it has essential amino acids, not just brands chain, but essential amino acids. It has creatine and creatine has been studied for forever and a day. I mean, everybody's been using creatine who's been lifting. If there's one supplement I would recommend to everyone, I'm saying it's creatine unless your doctor says otherwise. Um, and it has whey protein concentrate. So that mixture gives your body so much to help your body to blast through that second half of your workout. Or what it was originally designed for was to help um, astronauts in space who um that to maintain muscle mass. So it, I recommend it for people. Let's say you've been injured and you can't train. Well, taking taking heal, getting those aminos into your body can help you to maintain muscle mass. Because we know the importance of essential amino acids and creatine for recovery. And so I love it because um Dr. Uh, Robert Wolf put together specific aminos that he knows work really well together for recovery. And he puts the creatine with it, which is very uncommon. Usually they're sold separately, but he formulated everything together because he knows how well they work together. There is a uh, clinical um, trial that compared one and two scoop amounts of heal with high quality whey protein, right? And the net balance whole protein synthesis and breakdown were measured. And the response to heal was found to be three times larger, three times larger than whey protein on a gram to gram basis, three times larger. There's not a lot of when you talk whey protein, which I also drink whey protein, but 
you know, it's it's there's a lot of fillers, a lot of other things that goes into it versus when you get the erect aminos, you get the creatine, which is already in that state that your body can use for whatever you need it to you need to use it for. I absolutely love this product. It tastes good. And something else I love about the Amino Co is that they have all natural flavors. And those are the ones that I that I have all the time. They are my favorite. Um, they're the all natural flavors, but it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. But those are the ones I, I tend to boost and recommend mostly. Um, their website is uh, aminoco.com slash Zico Health. It's going to be in the description of the podcast or right below the podcast. You click on it. And guess what? You get 30% discount. See how nice your boys? 30% discount off their fantastic, fantastic products. And yeah, so check it out. And with that being said, I'm I'm about, I'm gonna interrogate Dr. Eric over here because I got a whole lot more on my mind, my friends. I got a whole lot more on my mind. First, I want to talk about we're talking about bioidentical. So it sounds like to me, but from by nature, peptides are bioidentical. Um now my next and correct me if I'm wrong when you answer the question, if I'm not if I'm not correct. My next part is where do peptides really come from? Like yes. when you put them together, like because you kind of explain the hormones and how you know hormones can become non-synthetic. But when somebody hear peptides, exactly, it's just where 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 are you getting this? Where are you getting these molecules? Yeah, they get from some magical source. I don't know. No, it's <laughs> you know. So it, it's kind of like the bioidentical hormones. They make them in the lab, um, and they get from different sources, right? So for example, like hormones. For a while, there some hormones were made from like yams, right? They get extract from yams. They get a lot of them, the the uh, the the amino acids, the proteins, etc. from from yams. Or they would do us, you know, they used to get them from other like soy based kind of things. You know, same thing with peptides. They can use different materials, different um, what we call a substrate. You know, that to use them, and and oftentimes they're just made literally chemically made in the lab. Like you can make you know get a string of amino acids and kind of literally chain them together. As do how they physically do it, I have no idea. That's their uh, pharmacy magic, right? But um, they are made, you know, so technically they are synthetic because they are made in the lab. But again, they're supposed to be, they're chemically, they're identical to what, like, you know, what, what's made in our body. Right. So they're bioidentical. So our body can recognize it when it gets it and then it can Correct. use it for what it needs to use it for. Correct. Yeah. So in other words, it doesn't recognize it as a foreign material that it's going to attack and, and tear up, right? That's the whole advantage. That's why you like Prempro, like I said, it, it was had a lot of synthetic stuff on it that our body didn't like, you know, because it does like foreign things inside of it. It likes things natural, like our own body. Exactly. Then my next question that I wasn't planning to ask here, Eric. So when when we're talking about there are different um, groups of peptides that are good for are good for different reasons. We talked about that earlier. How did you how did you come across that? Like, how do you know, OK, these peptides will be good to raise HGH, for example? Yeah, so a lot of these have been around for a very long time, um, and they were studied for different reasons, right? So the growth hormone peptides are one that have been around for a very long time. And, and you know, for me personally, I just on my own education, and then I was uh, networking with some other masterminds and other physicians and clinicians and groups like um, the International Peptide Society and, you know, uh, some other groups that I learned from and went and got certification training. These research wizards and, and clinicians who've been doing this even longer than me uh, came across these and started promoting and talking about them and, and providing education and, and course certifications in. So a lot of a lot of hardcore education took a lot of courses and and learning. And then, of course, I just picked up a lot of stuff on my own reading through the years, uh, just reading articles and things like that. So a lot of these, like I said, have been around for a very long time. You know, like I said, insulin was the first peptide, uh, vasopressin, you know, all these things, they're, they're technically peptides. So over the years, scientists started figuring out, you know, that, hey, these have 
these are different peptides that have different functions. What else can we do them for? Um, for example, everybody's everybody, of course, now is, you know, I do a lot of medical weight loss. So I use the GLP-1 agonists like the semaglutides, uh, terzepatides, et cetera. Those are hot. Everybody's talking about those now. Everybody's, you know, talking about them, using them. Well, one of the earlier ones was called liraglutide. And some of these ones were actually studied originally for Alzheimer's and brain function. That was how they, the genesis of those, they were actually being studied because of their effects in the brain, how they could improve cognitive function, promote healing, and maybe even prevent Alzheimer's. That was the theory. So they do have a lot of cognitive and brain benefits. They have a lot of heart benefits, a lot of other kind of anti-aging benefits. But what they were discovering is that all these patients were getting treatment. They're like, wow, all these patients are losing weight and their blood sugar is improving, their insulin resistance is improving. What's going on here? So Big Pharma, of course, you know, saw this. And they're like, hey, we could let's market as a weight loss drug or a diabetic drug because, you know, they saw this. So that that's kind of way it went, you know, same thing with like things like Viagra, right? It was originally studied for something else in the lungs. And they found out that men are getting amazing erections. So let's market it as an erection drug. So a lot of these drugs have multi multiple purposes. So a lot of these were kind of serendipitous, right? They were researched for one thing and found to have other effects. So um, and then some of them just came across from other research, like, for example, um, a lot of these peptides have been studied for decades over in Russia and some of the Eastern European countries, Dr. Cabinson, some of these other physicians have been doing research on these for decades. And, you know, over, you know, it's kind of like, you know, what's over across the pond. Some, some, some of the West wants to learn it, some of it doesn't. Right. But smart people start learning and picking up on this stuff and seeing what these are, these, some of these scientists and physicians are doing in Europe and, uh, and Russia and saying, Hey, they, they found this peptide, they found this molecule, and it does X, Y, like, for, for example, epithalon, you know, can it prolong life and help you live longer? And this doctor is studying epithalon for like 20, 30 years. Same with the thymocins. You know, the thymocins are ones that are great for immune function, um, you know, and wound repair and things like this. So sometimes they just came from other sources, right? Like, like I said, other countries, and then people kind of found it and then boom, kind of took off from there. You know, that got me thinking, you know, we talk about food and diet and nutrition and we realize, you know, diet a lot of times is specific to your location, your your bio, um, your biological uh, makeup, your activity and so and so forth. And that, when, when I think about peptides, I kind of think of it like it's similar to that. Right. It's like it depends on what you need, um, what you actually need it for. Right. Um, and I'm thinking and correct me if I'm wrong again, but like with foods, for example, because like you said pe foods are made up of peptides. When you eat certain foods, the peptides in those foods can be beneficial for what you need them for. Does that make any sense? It does make sense. Yeah. Your body will use what it needs, right? You know, so um, like the one I was talking about, the semaglutides is what's called a GLP-1 agonist. Our intestine makes GLP-1, you know, and it's secreted when we eat certain foods, you know, so it's a natural, so the injectable kind is just a more concentrated form of that. Uh, but you're right. It's kind of like our body will recognize. And that's one of the nice things about it. It's kind of like... um you probably heard of like the supplements are called adrenal adaptogens. Have you heard of those? So it kind of like they, they're supposed to basically help the body do what it's supposed to do. For example, like an adrenal adaptogen, if someone has really high cortisol, or they're overstressed or whatever, it's going to help bring those levels down to normal. And if they're not making enough cortisol or they're, they're over overtrained and they're just hitting the wall and they're just crushed because they've been overtraining their sleep fatigue, it'll help raise their adrenal hormones, get them to where they, so in other words, it kind of regulates them gets them back. Like you said, it, you, when you eat food, it'll do what your body is supposed to do. Your body senses what it needs and uses what it needs and it discards the rest. Right. Um, so some of the peptides are the same way, like thymus and alpha is a great immune supporting immune modulating medication. It can help support your immune function. 
again, if it's hyperactive, say like an autoimmune condition, it can quiet it down. But if you, you're weak and run down and you need some immune support to fight off an infection, it'll make your system stronger to kill the viruses, kill the bacteria, etc. So it kind of helps your body do what it needs to do. And our bodies are just amazing freaking machines that just take all these compounds and they use them the way they're supposed to do and kind of gets rid of what it's not supposed to. The problem is when we try to get too smart, try to outsmart our bodies and make our body do what it's not supposed to do, that's when we get in trouble. As, while you're talking, I was looking behind you, right? I was listening to you as well. You know, I don't, I don't ignore you. I'm not that rude, <laughs> but I know everything. I don't need to listen to anybody. But now I was looking behind you and I was like, Prime X, and it says Dr. Eric, and it says the fitness physician. I'm like, I should have said that in my intro because I like yeah, that fitness yeah, physician, yeah. right? When you come back for part two, I'm going to introduce you as the fitness there physician. I'm going to do that. But yo, but seriously, yeah. But I love that. I love that. I love that. And that everything you just said led me to the next question I was thinking about. Um, because we're talking about how, how, you know, it can be used for different reasons. So then what, who would be a good candidate for peptide therapy? Yeah, it's a great question. You know, um, truthfully, pretty much anybody could be a candidate because there's, they're very, very safe and the side effects are very minimal if they're used properly and under, under, under clinician guidance, but really it's anyone who's looking for, to optimize their body and take it to the next level. If they're missing, missing something, right? It's like when I have someone coming in looking for hormone therapy, I always equate our bodies, like I kind of like equate like the gears of a machine, right? We have nutrition, fitness and light, you know, lifestyle, sleep, supplementation and hormones, and then peptides could be the last one. So they're all like gears in a machine and the gears have to turn in order to make our body do what it's supposed to do. But if a gear is off, it's not running properly, right? So that might be the missing piece. They could be doing everything right, but if one of those pieces is missing, it's not going to go. So someone's doing everything they need. They're like, man, I just can't heal this tendon or I'm just, you know, I'm still, you know, gaining fat or I'm still not recovering properly, or I just can't think properly. I'm still like brain foggy. And well, that tells me there's a deeper issue than we need to peel the layers of the onion back. So I always like to get to the root cause. So what I do is what I, what I call muscle medicine. And I also call it cellular medicine because I, the muscle is a very, very important, does so much more than just move our bodies. And then the cellular component is treating the body at the level of the cell. In other words, don't just throw a drug at it and try to cover up the symptoms, right? Don't just, oh, here's your Paxil, right? And get you know, get better. But why are you tired? Why are you not recovering? Let's figure out why and, and go down all the way down to the microscopic cell. Like I was talking about the mitochondrial, what's not working properly? Something is not right. So let's fix that and get the body functioning and doing its own thing naturally so we can do what it's supposed to do. We're not supposed to get old, decrepit and feel like shit in our, in our 40s and 50s, right? We're supposed to be freaking going strong like Zico here, you know, into our, into our later years, right? So these, if someone is, is doing everything, at least they think they're doing everything and something's off, we'll look at your cellular metabolism, we'll look at the hormones and then maybe look at the peptides. Cause that's kind of like the next level. And I hate that, I hate that term biohacking, right? It's so popular nowadays, but, but it is another tool to use in case, in case you need to take it to the next level. If you are doing all those other things properly, you want to make it even better. So um, some of these, for example, yeah, they could be doing everything right, but if their mitochondria are not working properly, there is a peptide for that. Mod SC is a mitochondrial peptide, or like I was talking about thymosin with the immune system. Autoimmune conditions and infections are so rampant nowadays, sometimes people just need that extra boost or that extra step to kind of take them to the next level. They're doing everything right, but they just can't get over that hump. Well, basically, if someone's looking to, to get there and basically find that missing piece to get them back to normal health and optimal health, then that's, an, that's the tool we're going to use. Uh, first of all, thank you for the compliment because, you know, I'm an old fart. So I, I love when you give me a compliment. <laughs> it made me feel good about myself. You touched me through my heart right there, my man. You yeah, baby. You know, but, you know, we see each other. We see each other. Yeah, no, Um, you know, one thing, only one, only one thing I have to say about what you said, though, was 
Um, not a correction, not a correction. Um, okay, I can correct the great fitness doctor over here. What am I talking about? No, it was just like you're right. You're so right about like you know dialing it back because I've had people come to me a lot, and be like, "What do you take for this? What do you do that? Oh, you look good. What do you do? I do." And I have to dial it back. And I said, "No, I can't. You can't do what I do." Not that I'm bragging, but this is you're looking at years of practice and experience here. Like you can't do that, right? There's so many other things that work. And people say, "Well, I eat healthy," and I say, "What does that mean?" It's eat healthy because one of the things I always say to people, and and it blows their mind when I say it to them, it's not about what you do; it's about what you don't do. Mm-hmm. So if you're eating all this stuff, you're like, "Oh, I'm taking matcha green tea, and and I'm taking ACV, I'm doing all this stuff, and I exercise or whatever." But then you look at their their, their diet, and you realize that they ingest a whole lot of stuff that's foreign to their bodies that their body cannot utilize. Well, that creates inflammation, creates oxidative stress. Their sleep quality is poor. It's like there's so many things. And when you dial it back with them, they're like, oh, okay, maybe I need to work on those things. Right. And then when you get to that point where your body's like, okay, I need a boost, which by the way, I'm going to talk to you after the show because I think I'm at that point. (laughs) Um, You know, it's like you need a boost. Then you look into things like HGH properly under um, proper supervision. Then you look into things like peptides under the proper supervision to get you to that next level. But you got to start at the root. You know, I had a long conversation with one of my friends who called me yesterday and her and her husband are on the phone and they were asking me about um, diabetes and, you know, because she's pre-diabetic and her husband's talking about gut health. And he's like, hey, what's good for this? What's good for that? And I was talking to them for like half an hour and, you know, telling them about, hey, you need to start here. And they're like, yeah, you're right. My sleep quality sucks. Yeah, you're right. I don't, I really don't fast. I snack throughout the day. Yeah, you're right. This and that. And I tell them, say, start with that. I said, when you get, when you work on this stuff, then you can come back to me and then we can talk. And that's where we need to start with everything. So I'm glad there are doctors like you who are really doing this fantastic work, my man. Man, you summed it up perfectly, Ziga. That's a great point. I'm glad you had the integrity to talk to them like that because I do the same thing. And I, because, you know, here in the States, you know, everybody wants it now. Everybody wants the quick fix, the magic pill. And I, I get on my soapbox sometimes and I talk to people. I'm like, look, dude, like you said, like, doc, I just, I'm tired. I want some testosterone. Like, well, hold on. Let's let's back it up. You know, what do you mean? Let's 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 dig in a little deeper here, because you know, kind of like, doc, my my sex drive is down. It's my testosterone. Well, there's a lot more sex drive than testosterone. It could be a lot of other things. Because I've done, you know, I've seen guys and they're taken to, and they still have problems, right? Because there's other things. There's neurotransmitter. There's sleep. There's stress. Blah blah blah. So same thing. And I was telling, look, if you're not sleeping right, you're eating like crap or, you know, your stress is high or whatever, you got to fix that first. And then we'll add those things on. Um, and then, you know, you can't just do what you're doing. Like you said, just eat, eat crappy food or just do the wrong thing and then expect to take a, an injection or a pill and, and get better. Look around us. That's why all these people like um, eating greasy hamburgers, just taking Prilosec, right? Or just taking Paxil, but not exercising, they're not sleeping, they're not getting outside and they don't feel good. Well, no wonder you can't just do, you got it. Like you said, you got to fix the underlying things and nobody wants to hear that because it takes work. It takes practice and work and time and nobody wants to do that. We want the quick fix and it's just not the right thing. You know, there are guys and women that I'll get there. They're a metabolic mess. And I'm concerned from a health perspective that, oh my God, if we don't turn this around, you're going to, you're going to die. You're going to get metabolic syndrome, a heart attack, so I, there are some people that I do, you know, I don't want to say break the rules, but I will put them on a red medical reg right out of the gate and work on their lifestyle and their at the same time because they need that because otherwise they're going to be they're going to be hurting and they could they could die. But for your average, you know, forty year old healthy guy who's just like 
well, I just want a shot or I want a pill and I don't want to do the work. Well, that, no, you know, just what you told your friends, like you got to put in the work and do fix those things because lifestyle, health, you know, nutrition, sleep, stress. I mean, they're foundational. If you're not sleeping, you know, if you're not eating right, um, you, you know, again, the magic pill is not going to help you. You got to do that stuff. You got to do this. And you're so right. You know, I, and a lot of times when I talk and we in this space talk, people think, oh, we're anti-medicine. Anyone who understands health cannot be anti-medicine. That's, right. That would be like, that would be the dumbest thing in the world. However, right. a doctor said to me in the really great once, he said, for day-to-day maintenance, not so much. And that's where the issue is. We take stuff, you know, we have allergies and we're like, oh, we're just allergy season. Let me take some Claritin. And five years later, your allergies don't get any better, right? right? Well, how did I reverse my asthma? By healing my gut. And because I also knew that when I had allergy issues and my body was creating mucus, it was making me hard to breathe. So what I had to do, I had to go and change the stuff that was making my body respond like that. And that's now after in my in my 40s, I'm breathing, been off my medication for five years and I'm breathing during allergy season with no problems whatsoever. Right. That's awesome. Um, so it wasn't a magic pill. It was more of, Hey, let's get back to the roots. Yep. Um, and we have a lot more and I do want to get you on for, for, for two, definitely, because we have so much more to get into, but because you and I can nerd out, nerd out about this stuff forever, apparently. Oh, forever. Absolutely. Uh, but I want to talk about something that I said in the intro intro, because used to, we talk about bioidentical and peptides by nature or bioidentical. So there are not really a lot of side effects, but what sh- are there any concerns that people should have? Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, in, in any medication, any, even peptides and hormones, they can have side effects. And I heard this the other day from, uh, I was listening to someone talk and they made a great point. Like there's no such thing as a side effect. There's just an effect, right? All medications have effects. The ones we don't like, we call side effects, right? So, <laughs> so anything, even the bioidentical stuff can have an effect and it may not be one you like, right? Um, it's possible like, you know, water, Tylenol, anything can, if you take too much or take it at the wrong time or whatever can, can cause some cause an issue. So, um, the peptides are very, very safe. And, um, you know, even though most of, you know, they're almost all bioidentical there, you know, there are some that are novel, novel peptides, right. You know, but they're very safe because they're small and they're used therapeutically in the, in the, and you'd have to give a ton of it to really have an effect, but everybody's different. Right? I've, I've seen it all. People have weird reactions to things that they shouldn't, you know, it just doesn't make any sense, but everybody's different. So that's why it's important to work with a medical professional and, and who knows what they're doing and has seen this and understands the physiology because unfortunately I see a lot of people just chilling out stuff and oh, work with my peptide company, buy it online. And, you know, I don't, you know, they have no medical training and it's not that, you know, you can read all the articles you want, but if, you know, there's so much more to it, it's very complex. Even I don't understand it all half the time. So there's a lot to it. So you have to be careful. Um, but yeah, a lot of these can have effects, right? So even the pepti- even the growth hormone peptides, even though I feel like they're a little more uh, circadian, they're a little more functional than growth hormone. If you do it at the wrong time, if you do too much, could you have a side effect or a reaction? Yes. Fortunately, most of them are pretty mild, right? You may have bruising at the redness at the injection site. You could get uh, a feeling of nausea or some stomach upset, you know, worst case, you know, some people can have an allergic reaction to certain things, even though technically they shouldn't. But again, some people are just hypersensitive. Um, you know, it could cause some cognitive issues. It could cause some GI side effects. So anything can have a possible side effect or an effect. So again, that's why you want to be careful what you're doing. You don't want to just take these willy nilly. You want to get them under medical supervision and, and paying attention to your health, your metabolism, your genetics, what else you're taking 
prescription and over the counter because all these things have all these interactions, right? Meds, other medicines and hormones, they can all interact with each other. Um, so you have to know what affects what affects the other. And if you affect one, one hormone or one thing, you're going to affect all the others, right? Kind of like if you take thyroid hormone, you know, it can affect your testosterone, your growth hormone. If you take estrogen, it can affect your thyroid, it can affect your testosterone, it can affect your insulin. They all affect each other. And then you start throwing a whole bunch of them. Then you get all these things happening. You're like, what the hell is going on? So you got to know what you're doing. Um, so fortunately, it's very safe, you know, kind of like, you know, some medicines like, you know, that you take are very, what they call a, a narrow therapeutic window. So it doesn't take much and you have a little bit too much, you can get really, really sick, right? Um, like a, for example, like a chemo drug, right? Or an antibiotic or whatever. But fortunately, these are ones that are, for the most part, pretty, pretty safe. Um, if you take too much or take it at the wrong time, you could have an effect or you just have a weird reaction. So uh, they are, again, across the board, pretty darn safe. But again, you got to know what you're doing in in the whole picture. Look with everything else that's going on with that person, what else they're taking and everything else. Which leads me to my next thought, because I was thinking, OK, of course, like you, I, I get I get what you're saying. And also, if someone says, "Okay, you know, Doctor Doctor Eric, yo, I you you sound, you're very knowledgeable. You look at the root cause. You really know what you're doing." And I'm interesting in peptides now, but I I need to work with a medical professional in this case, you. So, for one, um, how can someone get in touch with you, learn more about your work, and also, do you only work with? Because you keep mentioning injections. So, do you only work with people in person where you inject them? No, I actually, I'm mostly pretty much all telehealth now. So um, I used to have a brick and mortar clinic, but I don't have that. So right now I do telemedicine all across the country. I've got my license in multiple states. So I see patients all over the country. Heck, I've seen, I've seen a few people in uh, across the pond in uh, Iran and Greece and England, a few other companies, uh, a few other countries too. So fortunately, these medications can be self-administered. And at least with the peptides, most of them are injectables, but there are some that are oral, like a pill. And some companies do make sublingual forms and intranasal sprays that can be, they're obviously much easier to use too. So basically I, I, when I prescribe them, I'll show my clients how to use them, where to inject them, how to shoot up their nose, whatever that may be as needed, but pretty much everybody can do it themselves. And I'll, I'll walk them through that and help them. But again, I do all telemedicine and I do all my consults kind of like we're doing right now. We'll, we'll talk on a zoom or whatever that may be. We'll walk through everything together. And, uh, and I'm always with them. That's part of my, my, I run mine as like programs. So I'm always with them. I have regular follow-up calls. I'm available 24 seven. So it's not just a prescribe. I don't just write a script and send them on their way. I, I like to be more involved and follow up with them on a regular basis, you know, give them, you know, my coaching programs, give them any supporting documents for nutrition, fitness, lifestyle, um, you know, whatever that, that, that they need all the support and coaching along the way too. But you, you can't be available 24-7. We just talk about sleep, man. We just talk about <laughs> sleep. Come on. Come on. You're I killing know, right? me here, bro. You're killing uh, me got, here, bro. I got I my clone. Get... <laughs> exactly. His clone <laughs> handles the, the eight hours or nine hours, however long that the Eric sleeps. Right. But right. well, So what's your website or if someone wants to get in touch with you? Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate that. So uh, DrEricPrimex.com is my main one. D-R-E-R-I-C-P-R-I-M-E-X.com. And then I have primexweightloss.com as my medical weight loss website too. So those are my two main sites. And I've got a ton of stuff on social media. You, know, you talked about YouTube earlier. I've got tons of videos on free free stuff on YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook. I got a lot of content out there. People just want to watch and listen to me talk. Uh, but those two websites are uh, two main places to find me. I can watch and listen to you talk about this stuff all day, my man. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not joking. Like you're really you really blew my mind, and I learned a lot of stuff in this interview. So. Thank you for that. Um, the the both websites are going to be in the show notes. The show notes are going to be just because I'm just a goofball. ZikaHealth.com slash 
the fitness physician. You know, I was going to go with that. Everybody oh, yeah. knows I was going to go it. with that. The <laughs> fitness physician. And when he comes back, there you go. The fitness physician. I thought you were flexing for a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> there you go. Accomplish two things. <laughs> the fitness physician two. The fitness physician three. We're going to keep this puppy until we run it into the ground, my man. Oh, yeah, man. But thank you for being here. And thank you for Zora the Explorer for uh, for introducing us. This is a fantastic interview. And I'm glad to connect with you. And again, the, the, the show notes are going to be in the description of the podcast with all my other stuff so you can work with dr eric and you know learn more about his fantastic work and with that yeah, being said yeah I'm thanks sorry, you're, say. no you're a great host you ask great questions i love the uh the enthusiasm i love what you i love your attitude and your integrity and uh yeah thanks to zora she was an amazing hostess as well so thanks to her and i'm happy to jump on anytime and provide any value insight to your listeners man happy to happy to help you're the man thank you so much my friend enjoy the rest of your day fam Thanks for joining the Matter Over Mind experience. If you got good content out of this or any of my shows, save, subscribe, and share it with anyone who needs this information. Remember, always take the scenic route and enjoy the ride.